0: Hey everyone, what's up? It is Jeff from Modern Combat and Survival, and welcome to the podcast episode number 233. Okay, got a question for you here. What do you think of when I say the word sniper? Okay, now if you're like most people, you get that mental image of a soldier who's, who's covered in a camouflage ghillie suit ready to pull the trigger on an enemy combatant, or it might be like a tactical SWAT marksman ready to, to end a hostage taker's standoff, or it could even be like a clandestine spy positioned in a window somewhere about to completely disrupt some country's political system with a single bullet. Now, while you may not be some state-sponsored covert assassin, have you ever thought about why you should consider becoming a sniper? Well, if that makes you scratch your head a little bit, then stick around with me here for a bit, because I'm going to share with you five reasons why every survivalist needs sniper training. And I have a special free bonus waiting for you at the end of the show, so be sure to stick around. Now it's all coming right up, but first, don't forget to grab this week's free show notes by simply going to www.mcsmagazine.com slash 233. And now, let's talk tactics. Firearms training, urban survival, close quarters combat. This this is another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector and a patriot. This is modern combat and survival. Hey there, welcome back, everyone. This is Jeff Anderson, editor for Modern Combat Survival Magazine and executive director of the New World Patriot Alliance. With another podcast to help you better prepare for any threat you may face in your role as a protector. And a patriot. And one of those ways that a lot of people these days are preparing for threats, especially when it comes to firearms, obviously, is, is with this sniper training, is with extreme long-range shooting. And this has really become more and more popular over the years. I don't know if it's just been because of the American sniper and the Chris Kyle story and, and how we've really kind of elevated the, the role of snipers on the battlefield, uh, particularly as we've, we've seen what those possibilities are in our current battlefields that we're in, where we have long range distances, we have, um, you know, we have, we're in the deserts, we're in these barren areas, and there's a lot of room there to be able to get long distance shots out there, and we have the equipment now, these 50 caliber sniper rifles. We've got a lot of really cool gadgets that have made long range shooting easier and fun, but it's also extremely expensive. Now, if you've thought about, you know, this type of training before, um, from a, from a survival perspective, it has a lot of application to it. So if you've questioned whether you really need it in the past or whether this was just some kind of like sport shooting type thing, which it, which is a great sport to get into, I want to share with you reasons why you really should look at sniper training, so to speak, as a survival skill when it comes to your firearms training. Alright, so what I have here are five quick reasons why There are other skills besides just getting a bullseye shot out at a mile out, okay? So the five reasons are, number one is intelligence gathering, okay? Now, I'm sure you've heard, like, knowledge is power, right? Well, sniper tactics are as much about doing reconnaissance in order to gain valuable intel on an enemy as they are about precision shooting. All right, so you think about it, like anytime you've ever watched a movie, especially like a, a police movie where there's like a, a SWAT sniper station, they can't pull the trigger on just anything that comes into the crosshairs. You have to be able to detect targets. You have to you have to be able to spot where there's an enemy or where there's a target out there. You have to identify is it friend or foe? What is the um you know, what what am I shooting at? Is it the right target that I should be pulling this trigger on? You have to confirm those targets. You have to develop those skills that make you more aware Of the target that you're going to be shooting at that's 90% of the job when it comes to being a sniper the the actual physical mechanics of pulling that trigger are a lot easier than going out and making sure that you can spot targets quickly identify their range all the things that go into making sure is that the right target. And so this is a really good skill for anything when it comes to survival because it makes you more aware during times when there is danger around you, okay? And most people don't think about this type of thing about can you spot danger quickly? Can you assess the danger? Damp- can you can you identify is that friend or foe? Right? Those are very very powerful skills to have no matter what you're no matter what you're doing when it comes to survival. So intelligence gathering is a big part of that. The second reason why you should consider sniper training for survivalism is with survival hunting. So this is maybe a more obvious thing here. But in any sort of a collapse, food shortages are going to hit within a very short time period, right? People are going to go ahead and storm into the grocery stores. They're going to take all the food there. And that's just a fact like that's going to happen. So if it is a longer term sort of a, uh, a disaster scenario where we are looking at something like an extended collapse, an economic disaster, things where, you know, food is going to be scarce, resupply chain into t- cities is going to be is going to be hard, whether it's due to disaster or a collapse of our infrastructure or anything like that. Right. So what that means is that you're going to have to find food for you and your family. All right, and you, you may have survival food stockpiled and that's great. That might go away. You might your house might become destroyed, it could get looted, things like that. So you're gonna have to be able to go out there and still find food. Right Now if you're going out there hunting with with a with a rifle, you are probably only gonna get one shot at that, that deer, that rabbit, that squirrel. And they could be three hundred feet away, they could be three hundred yards away in that cornfield. Right, So you've got to make that shot count. If you ever notice, uh, if you live in areas where there's hunting, like I live in a very rural area, when it's, when it's hunting season, I mean, when it's not hunting season, we see deer all over the place. We base, I basically live in a petting zoo. There are deer everywhere, everywhere. And they're not that spooked. But during hunting season, they basically disappear. Like they know when it's more dangerous out there and they're going to hunker down. So, you, especially if it's a a collapse scenario where there are other people out there hunting, other people trying to find food, and especially people that aren't experienced in hunting, well, the the game is going to be even more spooked, right? So, you might only get that one shot there. You've got to make that shot count, or you're going to go hungry like the rest of the people out there, all right? Reason number three is what I call, like, next-level marksmanship. So, when you're shooting at long ranges, every little mistake that you make, makes a big difference in how close your bullet hits at where you're aiming. So your sight picture, your breathing, your trigger squeeze, your follow-through on the trigger squeeze, all of those things are much more important the further out you need that bullet to hit its target. Okay? So the training that is required to become super accurate as a sniper can help you fine-tune all of your shooting skills. And that doesn't matter whether it's shotgun, rifle, or even a pistol – Actually, it just helps you become more fine-tuned with all of the different things that you need to be aware of when putting your, your, your sights onto any target at any range and being able to hit that target. Okay? Reason number four is stealth and concealment. So, a sniper's accurate, or a sniper's success doesn't rely on his or her accuracy. Right? You've gotta be sneaky. You have to be able to Find the optimal position. You have to be able to creep into that position without being detected. You have to become invisible in any surroundings, even if it's urban areas. You have to be able to haul ass out of that hot zone without leaving a trail that the enemy can follow. Okay, now that sounds like just the kind of skills that you would need in order to escape and evade an enemy. Like when the shit hits the fan and and the wolves of our society are out there prowling around for helpless victims to prey on... You have to be able to be sneaky. You have to be able to get into any position. I'm not talking about just the sniper nest. I'm talking about being able to move through even urban areas or other areas, like uh, more rural areas, without being detected. You want to get to your, your location, which is an optimal location. So that's another thing is like finding what an optimal location is. That if you have to, even if you just have to settle down for the night, if you're in a bug out scenario, being able to find a position that is out of vision for where there might be traffic, uh, other people, being able to find something that has good observation of the area around you so you can detect if somebody's coming into your area a lot, you know, as soon as possible. So all of those things that a sniper has to do to be able to find their optimal position. You also need those things to be able to move into, through, and out of other areas where there could be danger out there. All really, really good skills, even if you're not, not even holding a rifle, right? Okay, and the fifth reason is the one that I think most people really think of, and that is kind of that, that shit-hits-the-fan defense. So if, if worse ever does come to worse, you know that your family's defense is going to be entirely up to you and only you. Right. You can't count on the government be able to put a, a perimeter around your house to to save you from looters and mob and things like that. So you have to be able to hunker down in a safe location. You have to stay safe. And that's going to require you to have someone standing watch like 24 seven in case somebody is looking around for you know, the next victim or the next looting location or just looking for resources out there. So you've got to be able to maintain vigilant watch. And it's always best to assume that the enemy is armed. And in any firefight confrontation, no matter what it is, distance is going to be your friend. So being able to engage an enemy, whether foreign or domestic, from 500 to 800 yards away is going to help ensure your own survival. And you, again, you have to be able to detect them. You have to be able to identify them, friend or foe, all of those skills that we talked about there. But then if you do have to engage somebody in a firefight, then being able to stop them from 500 to 800 yards away is much better than trying to stop them from 50 to 80 feet away. Right? So you've got to be able to be able to shoot from longer distances because they're most likely not going to be able to, they might not have the equipment or the skills that you have. And so you have a much better chance of surviving that type of scenario. Okay. All right. So those are the five reasons. And hopefully that's all you needed to convince you that this type of training really is useful for survival purposes. So now, what's next, right? Well, here's how to get started as like a survival sniper. All right, so step number one, you're gonna need a weapon, and sniper rifles can get super expensive, right? If you ever go to a gun show, you'll see them all the way up to like fifteen thousand dollars, perhaps even beyond. And I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure my dog is going to take up my side of the bed on a permanent basis if I ever came home and said, Hey, honey, I just spent $15,000 on this fifty caliber sniper rifle. And the fact is, is that you, you, don't really, you don't need that, that level of a sniper rifle, okay? Because, I mean, the sneaky trick used by a lot of these gun shows is to make the rifle look like some badass military weapon. Because a lot of guys coming into long-range shooting or sniper training, they really want to feel like a badass, And so the more your weapon looks like some secret assassin's, you know, sniper rifle, the, uh, the, the, the more money you can stick on it. So in other words, the, these, uh, you know, a lot of people at these gun shows will take a simple rifle and take it and just basically gizmo it up. And it'll, it'll be inexpensive add ons, but, it will look really badass and they can charge more money for it. Okay, so I, I recommend and have a Remington 700. It's a 308 caliber bolt action rifle. It's a, it's basically standard sniper rifle for the military as well. Um, these come super accurate and reliable right out of the box and, and I've used it for hunting as well as um, for trying my hand in long range shooting. I am s- certainly not an expert sniper, but, um, I do like long range shooting, and it is fun, and that is the rifle that I have. And it's really not that expensive. And you can, there's all kinds of add-ons you can do as you get more, you know, as you get, become a better shooter in it. Okay? Alright, so the next thing you're gonna need is you're gonna need a good scope. Now, there's a whole lot that goes into this, and when it comes to optics, man, there is so much science around this. I can tell you, you can really become a nerd with this stuff. Um, and they can also be really, really expensive. You can spend two, three thousand dollars just on the scope itself. But it is a very critical factor in sniping. So the more you can spend on it, the better usually. But you don't want to go overboard, and you don't need to. What I recommend is a fixed variable scope versus an adjustable variable scope when you're going at uh, for long, for long range shooting. Okay. So an adjustable variable scope is one where you can adjust the sight picture like very tight. Like there's all these different lenses inside of it, and you can fine tune it. Um, but it also actually changes the power of the scope as you're making um, some of these adjustments. So that allows you to get a very fine-tuned sight picture at varying distances if you have the time to be able to do that and if that's what you want. However, a fixed variable scope has a fixed magnification, so the power of the of the sight picture um, doesn't change. Now, what that means is that you don't have to mess around with dialing in the precise magnification when you're trying to engage multiple targets and you have, have multiple targets at multiple ranges, but you don't have a lot of time to be able to engage those targets. So very similar to av- actually like the battlefield. Right. Um, and for survival and defense purposes, you'll be not having to to dial in that precise magnification based upon those varying ranges. That can mean the difference between getting a shot or not a shot. Okay, so, very, very important. Now, there's a whole kinds of things that I could go into with those different types of scope, but a fixed variable scope, um, is just gonna make detection and all the things that we talked about, detection, identification, and, uh, and those things, it's gonna make that a lot easier. Also, fixed variable scopes, because they, they don't have as many lenses inside of them, are gonna be more rugged. And when we're talking about survival purposes, where you might be in the, you might be in these, you know, a rugged terrain, for extended periods of time, like you need that, that scope to be able to hold at zero. You need it to be very consistent since, since the, you're not changing the magnification of it. It's a consistent picture every time you pick it up and and you put your eye up to it. So you're able to basically become part of your rifle much easier. You, you're used to that sight picture. You're used to that sight magnification. It just makes it so much easier. Okay. So those are all the reasons why, well, at that, and they're cheaper typically than, Variable range scopes, all right? And and finally, before you go attaching all kinds of whiz-bang gizmos to your rifle, you're gonna wanna get in some super accuracy training because that's what's going to really make or break your success in long range shooting. And don't worry, I mean, you don't have to shell out a few thousand dollars for some tactical sniper school that's out there. Um, One of the best training programs out there for dialing in like super accuracy with a rifle is through Project Appleseed. So I know a lot of you know about Project Appleseed. It is a, it's a national nonprofit profit marksmanship heritage group of, of volunteer instructors that, that use a standardized set of special skills through, you know, the Project Appleseed has really kind of nailed down like here are some, here are the foundational skills for being super accurate. And they're really um, around not just, uh, not just adults, but really about training youth and really getting them into the heritage of our our marksmanship heritage really i mean just like the the american colonists who who outshot and defeated the british forces back in 1775 like so they're very very big into the heritage of marksmanship development from a historical perspective as well you can find out more about them all you have to do is go over to www.appleseedinfo.org i love the organization the best part is that their training is free Um, I've attended their courses. I put all my sons through it as well. I I can't say enough about the professionalism of this group and all the volunteer instructors that that really keep this patriotic skill set alive and well. Um, But again, it's free and they're all over the place there. Now, of course, they're not going to give you actual sniper training because that's not what they're about. But it will lay a, a strong foundation for what you need to take these things to the next level. Right? Actually, I can help you with that training as well, with taking that, those things to the next level. So, I don't, um, a long, long time ago, um, with the top, the, 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 help of a, of a top military sniper and a, there was a recon grunt. He's one of the instructors in our network, Ian Kenny, um, who has won national awards for his long-range shooting skills. Um, I put together a survival sniper crash course manual that and basically gives you all you need to know from an easy to follow standpoint and perspective of what you need to be able to get started at in, in sniper training. All the things, especially from a survival perspective, right? So, it goes from the finer points of choosing a rifle, the ballistics, scope advice, and, and, and even from a survival perspective, like the field expedient tactics that you need to know in survival environments to be able to be, um, be able to be more accurate out there for all the reasons that we talked about here, okay? Um, Now, normally, you can only get a copy of this if you order a part of a bundle that we have out there that is typically about $77, and the book itself is valued at $27. But I really want to see you get started with this valuable skill. So I'm going to make a deal with you here, and here's the deal. Here's the bribe. That's basically what I'm going to do. I'm going to bribe you. So a buddy of mine is well-known in the firearms industry for... Showing patriotic survivalists out there how to easily build what we call underground guns or what we, they're oftentimes called ghost guns because these use a little known invisibility loophole that doesn't require them to be registered with the government like other firearms. Now why would you want to do this, right? Well, if, you, if, in any kind of a crisis that, that triggers civil unrest on a grand scale. So we're talking about like a collapse of infrastructure especially, right? It's a very real threat that the government, whether that's a, the federal government, depending upon who's in office at the time, or even if it's just local government, a, a local government can decide that they do not, or they're not going to allow firearms in their dis, in, in the county. And so they can impose a mandatory gun confiscation program to help take people's guns. And I know this sounds like some sort of paranoia, but it's already happened. We saw this during Hurricane Katrina. And again, you're dealing with even local authorities. Now, the area that I used to live in, in, in Illinois, um, after some of the mass shootings that were out there, well, they decided they were, they were not going to allow AR-15s in the district. They were not going to allow. So if you have an AR-15, get rid of it. They, that was challenged in court. And that was overruled or, or, they, they actually, I guess they backed off of it, right? Because of the outrage over it. However, in a shit hit the fan type of a scenario, you're not, you might not have all of those elements of being able to, to challenge something in court or be, I mean, certainly not in a short time frame where you really need that, that firepower in order to keep your family safe, right? So you need to take this as this really can happen to you. And besides, just watch the news, right? I mean, personally, I think it's we're scary close to seeing more and more violent protests in the near future as we become further divided as a nation. I'm sure you're probably seeing this, too. And with these mass shootings and more gun-hating politicians coming into office, anyone who is serious about their Second Amendment rights should be very afraid of the possibility of that knock on a door by some uniformed soldier with a clipboard Asking you to hand over your guns for the greater good and safety of the community when there is a violent crisis happening, okay? So why take the chance, right? You can actually build your own guns that are, that never show up on the government's gun registry. And that includes long range rifles. This is the latest release from my friend where he shows you actually how to build your own long range sniper rifle that is, that does not have to go on, it does not have to be registered. All right, and the other part is that you can really save some money in the process by doing this yourself, and it really is a lot easier than you think. I mean, my, what he basically did, my friend, filmed an entire DVD called Underground Sniper Rifle that, should you have to step, you know, step by step make this, he shows you in video detail for the layman how to build your own ghost rifle, right? That completely off the government books. Right. Now. He's really, really, he's really big in this Second Amendment rights, and this is a passion of his. So he actually is giving the DVD away for free on a special web page I'm going to send you over to. All right. There'll be a link in the resources here. Um, but you can go to www.mcsmagazine.com slash sniper DVD, and that will take you over to his website as well. All right. And since I care about your Second Amendment rights, and I am going to literally bribe you to grab a free DVD on how to do this yourself. I want to help my friend out, and I want to help you out. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a free digital copy of our Survival Sniper Crash Course Manual that I told you about earlier. All right. Now, I know that sounds weird, a bribe to get a free DVD, but that's how I roll, baby. That's how I roll, right? So you're getting the, you're getting a couple of freebies here. Um, and actually the only catch is that you really, you have to pay for the shipping of the DVD. It's one of those things where, okay, it's a free DVD. You pay for the cost of shipping it. Um, it's not a forced continuity or anything like that. There's no, there's no other catches as far as I know in it, but you go check out the, the page and everything there. But it's just something that it's a really, really good thing to have out there, right? In any case, if you're interested, here's how you can take me up on my offer. Make sure that you go ahead and use the link that I'm going to give you here. In the resource notes or in the, um, um, the, uh, the link that I just told you about. And what you want to do is you want to use that link to go over and get a copy of the DVD. Now, when you do that, once you get your order, what I want you to do is to forward your receipt email that you get back from your purchase of that, of the shipping for getting the DVD you. Send it over to us over at W, or not, not W, but send me, like, forward your receipt email to MCS Sniper Bonus at gmail.com, bonus at gmail.com. Now, once we get your receipt in the mail, we'll go ahead and review it. Make sure you just confirm that that was for the DVD. And then what we'll do is we'll send you back a link to access the Survival Sniper Crash Course Bonus Guide. That's it. Just know that this is um, – I'm not going to make this manual – Free to the public forever, so um, just make sure that you do it within the next couple of days. I'm going to go ahead and um, put it up there. We're going to end. It's going to be out there for only this week, so make sure that you go ahead and grab that as soon as you possibly can. Okay, that gives you more than enough time to go ahead and get the DVD uh, ordered and then send me your email receipt so you can get it. All right. Okay. So there we have it, folks. I hope that this has really convinced you to go ahead and get this training and go out and get the DVD and get the freebie bonus that I'm, I've got waiting for you here. All right. I look forward to training with you more. And until our next modern combat and survival broadcast, this is Jeff Anderson saying, prepare, train and survive.